morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Friday Roundup for this week. We're going to take just a few minutes to talk about our episodes and give you a little bit of encouragement as you head into your weekend. On our Music Monday episode this week, we featured one of the most loved Christmas carols of all time, Old Little Town of Bethlehem. It was written in 1868 by a pastor named Phillips Brooks, who two years before had visited the Holy Land at Christmas and had spent an amazing evening in the Church of the Nativity. That memory so affected him that when he wanted to write a special song for the Christmas service for the children to sing, he wrote the poem, Old Little Town of Bethlehem. He gave the poem to his church organist, Louis Redner, and asked him to write music for it. Redner struggled with putting the music together, but on the night before it was to be performed, he had an epiphany. He woke up, wrote down the music for the song, and the very next night, the children and Sunday school teachers, for the very first time, sang Old Little Town of Bethlehem. In the Old Testament book of Micah, chapter 5 and verse 2, there was the prophecy about Bethlehem becoming the place of Jesus' birth. It said, But you, O Bethlehem, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. It's a beautiful little song that is an essential part of our Christmas season. Tuesday's episode was called The Blanket. Back in 1965, Charles Schultz introduced the world to a Charlie Brown Christmas. Ever since that time, millions of people around the world have spent part of their Christmas watching and enjoying this wonderful little Christmas special. Although it's called a Charlie Brown Christmas, one of the key characters in this story is a little fellow by the name of Linus. Linus always has to have his security blanket with him. He's got some issues. At one point, Charlie Brown shouts out, Can't anybody tell me the real meaning of Christmas? Well, Linus steps forward into the spotlight, and he recites from the book of Luke. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. But the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. As Linus is reciting these scriptures, and he gets to the part where he says, The angel said to them, Fear not. Linus does something rather unusual. He purposely let go of his security blanket. It may not have been done on purpose when Schultz put the story together, but I kind of have a feeling that he meant it. It's meant to be a reminder for all of us that when Christ came, he came so that we did not have to live in fear. We did not have to have our security blankets. We did not have to worry about the things that other people might be upset about. But instead, we have the power of God working in our lives, and the coming of Christ meant that fear could no longer dictate our lives. The last part of the scripture Linus shared was verses 13 and 14. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. 
Wednesday's episode was called, This May Surprise You. In Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Many of us have a hard time getting over our past. We've done something stupid or dumb or frustrating in the past, and we just can't let go of it. It haunts us. It makes us feel inadequate and unworthy to move ahead. But we need to remember that that is just a lie because God has already taken care of our past and moved us beyond it. And if you don't believe it, all you have to do is look at Matthew chapter 1, which talks about the genealogy of Jesus Christ. When you get to verse 5, it tells us something very interesting. It said, Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Rahab? If you remember correctly in the Old Testament, Rahab was a prostitute who was living in Jericho, who helped the spies of Israel get away safely, and she went and then joined the people of Israel. But she was a prostitute, and she was an ancestor of Jesus Christ. Do you really think that God's going to hold our past against us? He's the one who washes us clean and sets us free from the things that were and helps us to become something brand new. Don't ever let the lies of the enemy tell you that your past has disqualified you, keep you from taking a step in what God has placed before you. Know that he is with you and that you are a new creature in Christ. You are worthy because of him. Thursday's episode was called The Buffalo. The buffalo is one of the most magnificent beasts of God's creation. And the buffalo does something unique that most other animals do not do. Whenever there is a storm, even if it's the most fierce winter storm blowing against them, while most other animals turn their back and walk away from it, the buffaloes turn and face the storm and actually walk towards it. In doing so, they often get through the storm more quickly, but also it tells us a little bit about their nature. You see, buffaloes have this propensity to go towards whatever they feel is challenging them. They walk towards it, whether it be an enemy, an adversary, a storm, whatever it is that's coming against them, they will walk towards it because they believe that they can overcome it. Now, as human beings, we're more likely to be on the other side of that. We tend to want to run away from our challenges and problems in life. And yet, if we learn to do what the buffalo does and to face the challenges that come against us, we will have far more success and be able to accomplish much, much more. Proverbs 24.10 says, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Adversity is a natural part of life. We're all going to face it. And we must learn to use it to make us stronger because it can and it will. And God uses that within us to help us become stronger. Matthew 26, 41, Jesus said, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We know that we have this battle that goes on within us. There's a part of us, our our human part, our weak part, that wants to run away from things that are confronting us. But with the Spirit of God working within us, we can face anything and everything that is thrown against us. We don't have to run away. We don't have to hide. We don't have to cower in fear. But we can face it and overcome it because the grace and power of God is with us. It's been a good week. 
Christmas is coming so fast. I can't believe it. It is only 10 days away now. And I'm kind of disappointed that it's coming so fast because I enjoy the season. I enjoy all about it, everything that happens with it. And I hope you do too. Don't let Christmas get you down. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Love your family. Love the time that you'll have together and let God work in you and bless you. Have a great weekend, my friends. Get to church. Enjoy it. Let the worship of God fill you and lift you up this weekend. Be blessed. And we will talk again on Monday. Thank you for joining us today. And I invite you to join us every Monday to Friday right here at Starting Right with Danny Mack. 